Hello, my name is Stanley Martin Lieber, and I am not being held against my will by the Best Movie Friends blog, presented and co-created by Stan Lee. They are treating me very well, and I am not in any danger whatsoever. One Stan, we'll leave. I go home now. All right, welcome to the Bamcast. Hey, Bamcast. And the Bamcast. Episode 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 9 10, 10, 11. ABC. Yeah. So, I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm Beach. And I'm Chuck. And I'm Stanley. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I forgot to almost cut out Stanley. <laughs> we put him back in the cage. I mean, the his room. Right. Stan's room. His nice suite. I have a microphone and headphones in my room. Oh, dear. Sweet. Oh, so what we They're do made out of pain. <laughs> each and every wonderful episode of the Bamcast is we come out of retirement to go and watch a bad, bad movie. Yep. <laughs> we retire every week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We do. And uh, sometimes sometimes these movies make us furious. And other times they're good. But <laughs> <laughs> we, de- we determine that by giving it a rating. Mm. And those yes, ratings yes, are one to five jocks for a good bad movie, an enjoyable bad movie after robot jocks. Hooray! Or if it's a bad bad movie that makes us furious, it gets one to five bags and a negative sliding sense. That's some douchebags. Boo. After Twilight. Aww. Boo. So, to finish up, the before Marvel fucking cared about Standard's trilogy, mm-hmm. presented by Stanley. <laughs> we decided to. Now, well, can I go home? <laughs> yes, yes, you, you may leave now. I haven't eaten in 14 days. <laughs> We decided to. I need uh, someone to carry me out. I'm so weak. <laughs> Give us 45 minutes, Stan. We'll be there. We'll help yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I have 45 more minutes. Only one way to find out, buddy. Yeah. Tell Jack Kirby I love him. <laughs> you can tell yourself in about 45 minutes. Uh, but anyway, we decided to, uh, you know, come to a head and uh, assemble these movies in the most. You know, obvious way possible by doing 1998 to a head. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. Nick Fury, Agent of Shield, oh. starring the one, the only Bamfcast owns David Hasselhoff, the Hoff, yeah, as Nick Fury, colon Agent of Shield, colon is right. <laughs> so. At least we got a proper, proper what Hasselhoff movie this time. Yes, yes, because Star Crash, he wasn't no. really a factor in no. that. No, and he wasn't, you know, the Hasselhoff that we know and love today. No. Mm. So let's get a plot summary of Nick Fury out of the way, and then we can talk about it further. Hooray. Yay. Nick Fury is brought back to fight the menace of Hydra after exiling himself to the Yukon since the end of the Cold War. The children of the former Hydra head, Baron von Strucker, have taken charge of the terrorist organization. Under the lead of his vicious daughter, Viper, Hydra has seized a deadly virus and threatens the destruction of America. The covert agency S.H.I.E.L.D. brings Fury out of retirement to fight the terrorists. Okay. All right, that's All it. Right. We can go home now. Okay. Oh, wait. I already am. So, let's talk about it. So, when you name your daughter Viper, she's uh-huh. bound to go bad. Probably. I think that was her yeah, code that name. that be a stripper. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, when your first name, you know, your dad is Baron. An ex-stripinator. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stripper, well, stripperella. She was cursed from birth because she, you know, her family's German, mm-hmm. and they give her an evil code name. Right. And she has a flair for the theatrical. So, mm-hmm. what else was she going to do? Yeah, her name's not actually... 
uh, Viper. That's no, but character. it's something oh, equally stupid. It's Baroness Von Van Trapp Klein <laughs> yes. Spartanburg. Yes, yes. She says, listen Van to Florentine. My, listen to my deadly sound of music. And uh huh. <laughs> she was played by the chick who played Sonya Blade in the second Mortal Kombat movie. Yeah, that right. quality yeah. piece of filmmaking that yeah. that was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Damn right. Yeah. Sweet. Helped for the fight scenes in this movie. Mm-hmm. Or fight scene. So yeah, I mean, um, basically, your first shot of the movie is, is it? It's the they're basically trying to steal Baron von Strucker's frozen body mm-hmm. from the shield organism, uh, you know, whatever hidden bunker that they're in. Yeah, right. and uh, guys making very, uh, very obvious evil faces, looking around as he's you know defrosting the dude or disconnecting everything, mm-hmm. and then uh, Duty McDude Pants comes up behind him. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like Duty McDude Pants. Yeah, it's like. Hell of a dude we got here watching cold dead guy or something like that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, doesn't even notice what the guy is doing. And guy very, you know, obviously sticks a gun <laughs> under his arm and shoots dude bro in the, in the, in the stomach. Dude bro was quite dude bro. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah. Was like, he was terrible. Can you believe this shit detail of us, you know, watching a dead dude? <laughs> yeah. I mean, to, you know, to be fair, he was supposed to be, uh, you know, a, an actual Marvel character. He wasn't just generic dude bro. Oh, really? Yeah. He was mm-hmm. actually supposed to be Quartermain, which is like a Marvel Shield dude. So he dies on the first page of the origin story. Of Nick. <laughs> sure, in this version, why not? Okay, was it yeah. Clay Quartermain? Yeah, Clay Quartermain. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's why they gave him a line. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. And so, and then they uh, they go through this whole thing where they gas the place and uh, Hydra agents march in and wheel out the dude in uh, some kind of. I think it was supposed to be a. Uh, cryo chamber thing right. but it was just like a gurney a plastic box <laughs> with plastic wrap yeah, it, was, it was a gurney yeah mm-hmm. and then they uh, leave and um then it cuts to the yukon yeah but you're gonna skip the best part of the really the whole movie is is clay giving his one stupid line as oh. he decides to shoot a couple of the dudes before the other 50 dudes murder him sure which oh nick i love him <laughs> no something. not that line <laughs> oh oh yeah yeah okay okay sorry yeah the uh <laughs> it's time to rock and roll <laughs> I think it was yeah, something and then he shoots like, like that. he empties a clip you know, like one <laughs> magazine of yeah. like six bullets takes down six guys and then there's and then 20 other 30 dudes. other dudes behind him <laughs> right. that just promptly shoot him mm-hmm. and then evil chick has to take off her mask and look into his dying eyes and say something like I beat you or you know whatever no well he, he says to her he yeah. says Nick take Take, take her care out, of her. take her out, or take care of her, or something yeah. like that. But because like he's wired, he knows he's wired back to headquarters that they recorded. Yes, spy mm-hmm. contacts. Sure. Yeah, and they're going to watch this eventually. Yes. But then it cuts to the Yukon and right and uh, this, I don't know, mine. Yeah. <laughs> with a sign that says, "You better have a damn good reason for knocking on this door." Yeah, and Nick is inside just wailing away on a wall. Yeah, it's not even yeah. like a mine wall; it's like a concrete. Yeah, wall. yeah it's just. And you have to wonder how long he's been at it. <laughs> yeah, not <laughs> long. Five years by or whatever. The, by, judging by the wall, it had not been long. Yeah, but I mean, it's like he just decided to start this project 45 minutes ago. Got to expand this place. I'm yeah. Put my uh, pool table over here. <laughs> right. No explanation of what he's doing, no, what he's looking he's, for, nothing. He's putting up a new backsplash. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's <laughs> been watching some HGTV. Yeah, they gave D- him some ideas. DIY network. Yeah. <laughs> Put in a grotto. <laughs> So yeah, <laughs> it was mine crashing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyway, like you know, whatever hover vehicle CGI bullshit uh, mm-hmm. arrives, yeah. and uh, experience, you know, inexperienced rookie guy gets out, and of course opens up the door. Nick Fury hears all this long before it happens because his door is rattling off the mm-hmm. freaking hinges. Well, the basically. dude is rattling the yeah. door for two He's just shaking minutes. the door. Yeah. He's yeah. not trying to get in. He's just shaking yeah. the shit out of the yeah. door. And so he grabs his guns and goes running around the mine, and then. Eventually, like, 
a guy kind of gives up and walks outside, and then Nick Fury just kind of ambushes him and beats the shit out of him for a minute or so, and then yeah, it does the flip and the kick and yeah, <laughs> and then guy you know who's wearing a shield uniform goes, "Hey, I'm so and so with shield." <laughs> like he couldn't tell this from the mm. uniform. He's still kind of smiling too because he's happy to meet the guy. Yeah, he's yeah. pretty he's good. Like, oh, Nick oh Fury's beating me up. Oh my god, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so great. I've longed for this <laughs> day. <laughs> But yeah, so I mean, yeah, he gets the shit to beat out of him, and and then he's like, yeah, they've been even called back in service, sir. Right? Mm-hmm. He's like, screw that up your patootie or whatever. <laughs> but, but the president called you. And he's like, same answer. Yeah. Nick. Nick is. Uh, let's say he's gruff. The entire movie. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Scowling and gruff. Nick, you know, David Hasselhoff version of gruff, chewing on a cigarillo style mm-hmm. cigar, like well, kind of like a backwoods cigar. Yeah. But. Yeah, but he doesn't even look good. Like with the cigar, no, because most of the time he's just holding it like a cigarette. Mm-hmm. The, the and Hoff that doesn't built, work with a cigar. Yeah, the Hoff was built to smile, not scowl with a, c- yeah. a cigar in his that's mouth. Right. Exactly. That's right, exactly. That's what the Hoff was built for. Yeah, that's, that actually says on his resume. Built, one <laughs> built to smile. That's on his business card. Smiling. He hands it out. <laughs> David Hoff. Hasselhoff uh-huh. built for smiling. built for smiling, not for scaling. No. Yeah. So can you argue with me? No. 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 no, no, no. Scaling optional. <laughs> So they, Not optional. they finally but, convince him by telling him that, uh, you know. Well, that, they convince him because Lisa Rinna comes out. Oh, yeah. Who is Contessa Valentina de Allegro Fontaine. Mm-hmm. Right. Thank you for that. Yeah, that one. Which he makes a point of saying. Face oh, in the camera. Mouthful. One of yeah. 900 shots of his face right in the camera. Just, yeah. I didn't bother to look up if he was a producer on this, but he had to have been. I don't think he was. How, I, how does that happen? It, in 98, dude was homeless. Dude needed work. Baywatch Nights had ended. Yeah, but yeah, we. This is. I guess we have, we didn't really know it's a TV movie from 1998. So mm-hmm. and a Once Canadian again, production. Another, another, <laughs> another TV movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's 20 years later, and uh, interestingly enough, written by David Goyer, who went on to write um, good some, stuff, some Batman movies that people seem to like. Yeah, and the but, Blade and the Blade movie the year yep. before. Yeah, but before you get crazy about David Goyer, that dude is he's up also and down like crap. crazy. Yeah, yeah he's he will write written. anything. Yes. Just saying, in in the comic book realm, no, I know. he has, I know. He he has, has some written some things. Mm-hmm. He's written some winners. Yeah, but she gives him the speech of, like, you gotta come back, and then, oh yeah, by the way, because, uh, you know, they killed uh, Clay, and he gets very distraught about this. What? And then, they killed Clay Aiken? I'm, a, I'm gonna get those bastards. <laughs> he should've won. Believe <laughs> he did. Goddamn Ruben stuttered. <laughs> He's behind this. So, yeah, so he, uh, he gets, uh, you know, the ride back to the helicarrier, which is also equally shitty CG. Oh, oh yeah. Fly up to the matte painting. Yeah. yeah. 98, the height of shitty CG, if yeah. you ask well, me. Well, for TV. I mean. Especially for TV. Right. But, yeah. Yes. Yeah, so then he, he lands aboard and is brought around to meet everybody or re-meet a lot of people, and they all kind of hug him and then start telling him, <laughs> about what, the how things needs have to changed. Well, yeah, like <laughs> how he needs to change. Yeah, like things have changed, and this is why you need to change. And here, fill out these forms. Fill out these forms. Yeah, I need to get your four hundred one k started. <laughs> and he, along the way, he meets. There are some, you know, actual again, some Marvel Shield people that they decided to dig up, and they've got Marvel's. Uh, you know, Dum Dum Dugan is kind of in, sort of in charge when Nick's not. I guess he's like the second in command. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, he was in Captain America the movie. Gabe Jones also uh, in the Captain America movie, much, but much, 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 much younger. He was played by he was the dude Derek Luke played. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and uh, yeah. So I mean, he goes around <laughs> meets all these people, gets some tech. They like kind of like one of the first things they do, they make him go change his clothes and put out the cigars and 
Then they give him this gun that says, it's molded only to you. Only you can fire it. If anyone else tries to fire it, it backfires and it'll right. be bad for them. Yeah. Blah, blah, yeah. blah. Mm-hmm. And of then, course. like, the the super head of the shield, apparently, <laughs> who just, I mean, obviously doesn't like Fury, but then just gets more he's, negative as the movie goes on. As Director indeed, General is yeah, the guy's the, title. Yeah. He's yeah. just paper pushing idiot with three paper pushing idiots always behind him. Well, at all yes, times. Sir. Well, yeah. It's just, why does this ultra advanced mega super secret elite force suddenly been take over, taken over by bureaucrats wouldn't their flying platform be causing some sort of ozone problem or something i mean yeah and this guy's the worst too because like they make it clear that he's the world's worst micromanager yes but oh, yet when yeah. a- when actually tasked with the decision he can't make one for his own right it's like every stereotype you can possibly think of in yeah. one guy yeah and, and he does all but call Nick Fury a loose cannon the second he gets him on there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Nick, of course, rightfully says, well, if the world's changed so much, you wouldn't need me right now, would you? Burn. And he's like, yeah, put your cigarette out. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, it's a cigar. <laughs> well, fill out the cigar for him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fill out your W2. <laughs> need your full social. Yeah. So yeah. this takes a lot of time to get going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're on this hel- helicarrier doing that whole bit for quite a while. Yeah. Well, and then meanwhile, they've cut back to uh, the Baroness Viper. Viper. Yeah. Who, this is the late 90s. Mm-hmm. So, of course, if you are a villain in anything, you have to ham it the fuck up. Mm-hmm. And this girl just goes all out with that. Yeah. Because everything is a grand proclamation and everything, like every outfit they put her in is like the worst outfit and like everything about her is terrible i'll just get that out of the way everything about her is atrocious pretty much yeah her boobs were okay they're all right (laughs) they were okay they were great they weren't atrocious boobs no they were not atrocious okay she's kind of attractive i mean she's not the worst to look at but everything else but everything else is the worst terrible oh sure like she has and like all black fingernails except for knees are so sharp yeah. Her, her pinky Pointy finger elbows. is like a giant long fingernail and it's red and she yeah. uses that to point all right. the time. Mm-hmm. Well, because she has a giant fucking ring on her finger that yeah. does weird, crazy voodoo shit. Sure. No, but the no, first, it doesn't. It but, just hangs out. It doesn't. But the, it the just first, hangs out. What she does whatever. is she calls all of them up on the video phone, like yeah. all of the, the heads of Hydra and is like on their like I'm in steampunk again. bullshit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they're all like their all, 1940, yeah. 43 video phone. There's like Cairo and Czech Republic and somewhere else. I think Tokyo or something and yeah. then the london one is blank it's just a test mm-hmm. pattern yeah. but the cairo guy is so upset that he's been awoken yeah. yes he was time changed god <laughs> he just can't he's just don't you know i was sleeping this is better be important we are only the heads of the biggest terrorist organizations in the world oh, yeah but his conversation was like me whenever my parents are on vacation and call me like well, what time is it there what time, what, you're in a different time zone what time is it over there and he's like That's do you crazy. know what time it is over here it's four o'clock here is it like is it thursday there are you in the future do you have tomorrow's paper yeah <laughs> you got the you lottery lottery yeah. <laughs> which dog's won mm-hmm. exactly yeah. yeah but uh yeah so she wheels out the london guy and is like he wasn't in on board with the plan and so she pulls out her weird gun that has four barrels on it's just, it. It's a real gun. It's a Derringer. Yeah, they, they make really? those. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's still weird. It's Why? still weird, yes. Why put four barrels on it? Uh, Maximum shooting. <laughs> it looks cool. Can you shoot all four at once? No. No. No, it's Aww. just a thing. It cycles. I don't know why they did it. 
Because it looked kind of cool. It does it look cool. fit in with their yeah. weird steampunk so, so, of course, she gleefully shoots this guy. Mm-hmm. And then all the other guys are like, oh, Yeah, like, we did this to London, yo. Yeah. yeah. London calling. Right. They're all yeah. next. <laughs> Except she's like, London calling. <laughs> You're all next. <laughs> so, all, of course, all the guys silently stare at her. So. Yeah. Turn off their screens. Like, <laughs> oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit. I'm not going Blink. back to sleep now. Fuck. Yeah, I'm awake now. Let's talk. Yeah. What am I going to do at four in the morning? Blink infomercials. <laughs> so, Egyptian uh, infomercials. Yeah. So she takes over and then her creepy brother hangs all over her and looks like he's going to make out with her kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, the first time they, they, the first picture of him they show is pretty awesome because oh, like <laughs> before you even see him, they, they show the shot of, of like her, video footage yeah. of, of yeah. the, of the dude dying and, and his magical contact lenses. And, and, and right. then they're like, Oh, so Martin Van Strucker had a daughter, and she and he's like, yes, and a son, and it does this weird, you know, Blade, Blade Runner enhanced thing mm. where it goes around her to this other guy, and he's just got crazy fucking yeah. eyes looking at the camera. <laughs> yeah. That's the best he looks. Yeah, yeah, through that thing because after that he's not cool at all. No, no. he's like the he's kind of like the douchey barista at Starbucks. <laughs> he's not even worth talking about because they don't even resolve his damn character. No, no, they just he totally vanishes. No, he doesn't. He gets well, shot in the head. He vanishes because they kill him, but gets shot in the head. Oh, that's right. Movie. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. But, yeah. but that's way near the end. Yeah. Jeez, yeah. skip it ahead. Spoilers. Got all that fantastic shit. film. Mm-hmm. But yes, yeah, so, so the, the all the setup stuff happens a lot more, and <laughs> right, <laughs> they, they they do this weird thing where they're like, oh, well, Interpol wants to get involved in this whole search thing too because. Yeah, like, because yeah, well, because we need more than one multinational uh, organization of secret spies working on this on like Shield. Mm-hmm. Um, so they go to meet. Well, this- it's because Arnin Zola is going to be in. Yeah, they they've Berlin. They've released him, which uh, another person. Like, yeah, again, Africa. like Shield sucks. All right, because for one, they have the world's worst bad guy frozen, preserved. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Instead of dead. For no fucking reason. No. This no. guy, they're like, well, he served us 30 years, and then we let him loose. And it's like, why? No. This, this is was like he the Third get... Reich's yeah. personal doomsday virus creator. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't let this guy out of fucking prison, <laughs> morons. <laughs> There's no parole for that guy. It's not... This is the I lesson mean, the demolition man was trying to teach us: is that you you don't freeze these guys. Yeah, you murder them. I know, mm. but but so right. he's loose. He's the only guy who can weaponize this uh-huh. virus the that was contained. Virus. This death has virus, which was contained in the frozen dead guy that they didn't just burn. Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah, put the two together, and yeah, you know, you've got World a crazy virus destroy the world. Yeah. So what do they do? They go, oh well, we better round him up then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they go to meet this Interpol chick, and. I, I don't even understand. It's like she just, they end up running. <laughs> like she shoots a guy. They go down they, to the sewer or the, the subway yeah. and just start running along the tracks and all of a sudden dudes show up and but it's like it's, murder time. Yeah, but then they they run through a wall like Harry Potter style yeah. and they're all of a sudden they're inside a secret base. Yeah. But that's where, uh, what's his face is? Uh, Zola? Yeah. So I why didn't, she, met why didn't she know where it was if that's... Oh, because it's a setup that we find out later. Right. Yeah. But they never question this because why use logic? No. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so and she knew the password, so mm-hmm. or the so, code phrase or whatever, right, which right. which sure. gives Nick Fury a chance to show off because he knows the rest of whatever douchey phrase it is that he says. <laughs> yes. She's like, uh, "Why do you, was I supposed to know more?" He's like, "No." He's like, "I read Lord Byron." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was classically mm-hmm. trained. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, so Nick Fury. 
Yeah, so they question Zola and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then they're like, okay, right. I guess we got the information we need. Let's go. And then the, the Interpol agent is like, Nick Fury, I believe there's a spy. And she has a weird accent. It goes all over the place. So it mm-hmm. works. Uh, I believe you have a spy in S.H.I.E.L.D. Come talk to me alone. And goes around the corner and she's <laughs> like, Nick Fury, take me now. Because she's wearing fishnets and everything. <laughs> right. And he's like, uh, they're like going to kill everyone in the world. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no time for love, no, Dr. James. Yeah, basically. And then so she gets real close to him and shocks him somehow. She has some sort of she like zaps him with her ring. Well, no, no she, she attaches a 20,000 volt thing to his face. Yeah. Oh. It's like a stun gun hockey puck that sure. she stuck, sticks yeah. on his head. Sure. And then, Sweet. then so he's he able on, to just pull off. Right. Yeah. I want a stun gun hockey puck. But okay. then she jumps on him and kisses him and then goes, ha ha, I've just infected you with. I don't think it's the death head virus. I think it was something no, else. No, no, it was, it was just a, it was just her lipstick poison. Sure, yeah, some kind of poison, right? And then uh, made from the the one of them Colombian frogs. tree Colombian frog. tree frog. Yeah. yeah, or maybe it's Maybelline. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you had that one ready. No, I didn't. I probably. Swear <laughs> you oh, you mean you could just pull that one out at the drop of a hat? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> But then she sits up and uh, pulls out some sort of spray and sprays it all over her face. And da da da, it's it's the Viper chick. It's not even this other girl at all. Ha <laughs> ha, I'm Viper. I kissed you. I go now. Yeah, and then yeah. her accent <laughs> changes to a different German accent. Yeah. You know, and then she runs away out of this secret base, never to be seen from mm-hmm. until she's back home. Right. Mm-hmm. She gets out no problem. Mm-hmm. And then they put him in the um, <laughs> and, and the Dr. No like, cl- cleaning machine. She's, somehow everyone else gets out. Yeah. But she gets Zola. Yeah. Right. So what the fuck was the rest of his team doing at that point? Uh, fucking all. Like Lisa Rinna with Shield is she was stupid. Getting new fresh they were filling out yeah. paperwork. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yes. Paperwork. They all had that, to go into a seminar and fill out their. Uh, right. That completely yeah, makes sense now that you say paperwork and watch the uh, sexual harassment video. <laughs> right. mm-hmm. Sexual harassment. It was the day long HR seminar. Yeah. To figure out their copay. <laughs> Show us on the Iron Man doll where the bad man touched you. <laughs> Yeah. I, but yeah, so this this basically introduces the film's first ticking clock, which is they they br- hours the, yeah they bring Nick back and it's like <laughs> you're gonna die in 48 hours. And they, they, like, but they take him back to the helicarrier, yeah. which wastes like seven hours, as sure. they say. And they put him, like I said, they put him in like the Doctor No cleaning machine. Yeah. He's just going back and forth, yeah. like yeah. lights, like mm, yep, you're sick. Mm, yep, <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, I don't know, you got a fever. Mm, <laughs> back over there, well, yeah, you're still sick. And he's like, get me out of this stupid thing. <laughs> this isn't doing a goddamn yeah. thing. So yeah, well, they, yeah, and they just keep putting him back and forth, yeah, and back, and, and the camera forth. keeps following him as he's yeah. doing his and dialogue. Then they're like, "Wow, there's absolutely there is no way you were surviving this, and there's no way you're surviving this." And Gabe Jones is like, "Well, there's a long shot," but she's mm-hmm. like, "But no." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like, well, let's see. Die. No chance. Long shot. Gee, yeah. yeah, I don't. I don't. Maybe yeah. I'll go for the long shot. Yeah, I got 48 hours. Let me give me. Tell me what the long shot is. It's worth a shot. Maybe. Either certain death or <laughs> maybe right. I'll die. So, yes, they're convoluted I'll take plan. maybe I'll die yeah. most of the time. The convoluted plan is that because she had this poison on her lips, she's immune, so you need her blood right. to get whatever, and we can make a serum to out of it. To make the antibodies. And then sure. he's, like, suiting up, ready to go, and they're Let's like, go. whoa, you're not going anywhere. You're <laughs> sick, buddy. And he's like, what? <laughs> what are I'm not going to sit here and die. Let me just go. Mm-hmm. This, this is when, like, the whole but, yeah, movie takes on. the bureaucrat on a, is just like, you can't. Yeah, you can't do anything. You're going to screw everything up. Because, at this point, because everything that's happened, he's blamed on Nick Fury. Right. Mm-hmm. At this point, it has become a total precursor to 24. I mean, it, it, you've got yeah. hero dying and paper pushing idiot in charge, not letting him do anything, and you know the and even Curtis shows up later. Yeah, he does <laughs> as a field agent. Yes. Mayfield? No, <laughs> no. Um, 
but yeah, then then the hunt is on for the the. Oh no, that's well, when they, the, they break up into two teams. They say, "All right, you, David Hasselhoff, you go find Viper and her base." Yeah, but they know about this because the doppelganger boss, Projector Man, comes into the right. <laughs> to, into the base to show them the spinning head hologram threat oh, of "Give me one billion dollars, or I David has spoken, <laughs> or I destroy Manhattan." And really, a billion dollars, billion dollars. Oh yeah, well, that's because she has that fantastic line of "We're gonna test it on this little island off the coast of New York." Maybe <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which right away we're like, God. oh no, please don't. <laughs> a billion dollars? Mm-hmm. Well, she's giving them a short... See if you can muster up a billion dollars, <laughs> fuckers. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's not tough, yeah. bitch. <laughs> how, much, how much did we spend on the bail? I mean, I'm not trying to get political, but they, they magic... <laughs> yes, you are. They magic like $600 billion right? for... Just for the shits and giggles, yeah. A um, billion dollars, <laughs> even in nineteen ninety eight dollars, is not that big of a deal. Sure, but her, for she, every person in Manhattan, plus yeah. some when they it spreads. But she doesn't care. She's just crazy. She was going to do it anyway. This is yeah. all like some diversion. But I mean, even yeah. if she's just crazy, she might as well you know use it as a fundraising opportunity. Might as well <laughs> become eccentric because yeah. that. Yeah, I mean, because that that fucking robot. Hollow projector yeah, it's had to be like a billion dollars. That was some right amazing there. tech right yeah. there. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a limited edition Kickstarter. One of one <laughs> right. gets, gets a robot head right. projection <laughs> thing. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, yeah. That's so, what they need to do. They needed to, to do a Kickstarter instead of mm-hmm. basically. That's how I'm going to fund my terrorist organization. <laughs> Great. <laughs> that, shouldn't, that shouldn't be easy to trace or anything. No, no, I fully be. support that, and I don't know you. Go ahead. <laughs> so back me on Kickstarter. Yeah. So but yeah, it, they they split up into two teams. Uh, Hasselhoff, the new kid, and um, sci- oh, we didn't even mention psychic chick. lady. Yeah, psychic chick. Uh, go off to go find AKA Viper. Plot device. Yeah. Yeah. She's just basically a Vulcan who can grab you on the back of the head and tell you what you're thinking. But she's not very good at it. No, she's she, she doesn't at it. have to be touching you to get like your normal thoughts. She's, most of the she's Captain Obvious though. Like she just goes around and like <laughs> you still love her, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> you want a boner. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I know what you're thinking about me too. Yeah. And like, okay. And you know, you're pretty obvious. I can see right through you. Yeah. yeah. It's like you don't have any psychic powers at all. Do you? No. <laughs> but you're anyway. just going on basic conversation skills. Yeah, so he gets stuck with rookie uh, McBrit and psychic chick and right. and then Lisa Rinna and the rest of the Shield organization. The other six is, members of Shield. The other, yeah, the other six people. <laughs> Budget well, cuts, man. Get in a van. Get in a van. <laughs> and drive a, around New a York. Van to locate this bomb that's in Manhattan. Right. Well, apparently, because up in the cloud, they are tracking. They, they've decided they well, track the, one the, at a time. The virus is obviously got to be in, in a in a big vehicle that has a refrigeration unit because the virus has to be kept at this certain temperature. So they're just scanning all these things for refrigeration units. Mm-hmm. And they just keep yeah, finding. There's not, there's not lots of those. in the No, either. because they keep finding, you know, five or six or seven. You know, they just keep finding traps and fake things. And yeah. Mm-hmm. And then eventually they just deduce it's this garbage truck with bald dudes on it because Bald dudes are apparently the henchmen in this organization. Yeah. Pale yes. bald dudes. Yeah. We thought we were robots, but I don't think so. I don't. I think they were just. A, I think they're just a weird. Race of albino clones or something. You know, who knows? They were all different paint. sizes. Like you yeah. get up every morning and put on your shield face paint or yeah. your your hydro face paint. Sure. And there's a halo on your corner of your four poster bed. <laughs> yes. What? <laughs> yes. No. Yeah. Oh, it, is, it is that era, isn't it? <laughs> they, can't, <laughs> they can't see the dirty look that I'm giving you right now. <laughs> I wish your that transferred to audio. Yeah. I'm, now you're getting that dirty look, <laughs> sons of bitches. It looks, it, the sound of that dirty look is like, <laughs> you son of a bitch dinosaur. <laughs> yep. 
But so anyway, so, yeah. yeah so, so Lisa uh, Rinna is driving around New York in a fucking van with like mm-hmm. four guys in the back. And Curtis, New York cable on the side. Keep yeah. in mind the lives of forty million people ride mm-hmm. on people in a shitty <laughs> van, van, right? Following a garbage truck yeah. down by the river. Meanwhile, I mean, your shield. Yeah, you have like you should have hundreds and thousands of guys. Right. Well, you should blanket the instead, city immediately. Yes, the military budget cuts back then were pretty severe. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Clinton. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Brax. And meanwhile, right. Hasselhoff's group that's gone to go to the the base of what's her face. Well, just they, well I was going to say like I mean they basically like they find the garbage they're truck just and they're guessing like, and no no they find them and then they're just hanging out and like about that time that's when David Hasselhoff's team finds the base. Well, that, because mm-hmm. they've been shot down, they were over it. Well, they, right. And they're they like, oh, we think we've got something. Yeah, they got the report. Got hey, we think you're over the base. Yeah. And then immediately like. Oh, yeah, and there's two <laughs> missiles coming at you. And they're like, bail? Yeah, bail. Yeah, yeah, totally bail. <laughs> so grab your shit. <laughs> and they blow up his jet. Yeah. His funky future jet. We should also mention that there was a minor plot device that they introduced the LMD, the life model decoy. Mm-hmm. Oh, because it's going to come up. So I'm just saying. It's like, going to come up in the stupidest way. Yeah, but I mean, they... It's a when he's doing his original tour of the place. It's a thing. It's, it is a Marvel thing. Like, almost every time you see Nick Fury in Marvel Comics, it is not actually Nick Fury. It's like Nick Fury lives in this secret, you know, Dick Cheney base somewhere, and no one ever actually sees real Nick Fury. Wow, that sounds like a great action hero. Dude who lives in a cave and sends so robots out to do what you're saying bidding. is Nick Fury's kind of a wuss. No, it's just that, you know, he's crazy and paranoid as hell. So okay. are all the Samuel L. Jacksons going to be robots? No, not that. I'm <laughs> saying regular Marvel comics. Oh, sorry. White Nick the Fury, old, like this one. Yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah. Yes. Okay. But anyway, mm-hmm. yeah, he's got that in the in the plane with them or whatever it, it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in his carry on. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah. So Somewhere. they they apparently get out of the plane, and the <laughs> yes. next thing we see is they're just like crawling up out of like onto a dock. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they're like, like uh, and yeah, sneaking in, like taking out the three guards there are in this entire place, cutting mm-hmm. the one thing of barbed wire that's in the entire place. Right. And, and after they cut through the one bit of barbed wire and finally knock out one dude, Nick's like, wait a minute, this is too easy. <laughs> Way too easy. And let's keep going. And yeah. so they walk like two more steps and then, you know, six Ambush. guards show it's up. It's a trap. It's just, right. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're now caught. She takes them up to the room and starts monologuing. You yeah, know, letting them watch while... <laughs> it's acting. Yeah, but they break away at some point and yeah, running do. around in the bowels of the place and this is when everything gets really that's when nick sort of like dies <laughs> this is where everything feels like tv movie sci-fi movie yes crappy. yeah yes. Well, what, my like, point like is even more than it had before this uh-huh. is like where it really kicks in because he, he, they're just running around the same rooms redress sets well they, they use the gun thing like zola picks up his gun and he's like i'm gonna shoot you now and then uh, zaps himself yeah right. but we really we need to we need to talk about Lisa Rinna's group. Yeah, that's what, that's what I was going to say. They're there. They're like standing by. They are standing on top of the missiles. Right. Mm-hmm. Like they are, like they they are directly over. They're in McBain position. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. They're ready they are to. Yeah. But in McBain position. That's what I'm saying. They've been there the entire time that David Hasselhoff stuff starts happening. They've been there like yeah. 20 minutes. And, yeah. and the director is like screaming into the headset. He's like, he's like, take them out. They're there. Take them out. We'll figure it out from here. Mm-hmm. And she's like, like, well, let's wait for Nick. We should wait. Just, and, and, we should and he's wait. like, uh, I'm not going to pull pan grenade. I don't know <laughs> what. Yeah, yeah, my lips are getting in the way. I got to stop the Botox. <laughs> and, and he's I, like, yeah, by the way, Nick's probably dead because we yeah. haven't heard from them in like two hours. And she's mm-hmm. like, oh, that that's Nick for yeah. you. Let's wait. 
The, you know, they no, keep cutting to shots don't. of the missiles pointing yeah. at the World Trade Center. <laughs> right. Yeah, they're getting ready. Like, they're getting they're ready hooking to all the shit up, up and turning on the computers and, and, like, and it's starting started, the countdown. If they started, started, let's like, hold off. Ten minutes let's... ago when they got there, there wouldn't be any more drama <laughs> yeah. for the movie. They let's just jumped down and killed the six dudes that were there. Yeah. They've been like, okay, we stopped it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, They you never hooked it up. <laughs> you could have just tossed like a bucket full of grenades down there and been done. Well, you they wouldn't have to like jump a down. garbage truck full of the grenades they had in this movie. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. oh, one, yeah. one, one of the silver-faced, like we thought, androids <laughs> or whatever they were, dude was playing with a tennis ball or baseball or something against a wall. Mm-hmm. The racquetball, actually. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> it was a weird color. <laughs> it was like, no, it was like a white rubber ball. Yeah, it was yeah. white. Yeah. white it was like, racquetball. It was a handball. That's it. Ex- actually, it was the highlight ball. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. It was a bouncy ball that he was throwing against the wall, bouncy and then ball. one time it goes back, and it's a grenade sitting on his feet, and he picks it up and goes, what's this? And that's how they start their invasion. And right. it, yeah. And like, it, the worst grenade ever. Yeah, it's, it's like a, a sparse, it's, it's the snake of grenades. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly. It's like, oh, this is, <laughs> a, this, is a, this is a distraction. Oh, Make no, some an invasion. <laughs> With like, the I think they still had hand. to shoot him. Yeah. I've had smoke yeah. bombs that have gone wrong and blown up in my hand worse than this grenade oh, fucking yes. blows yeah. up in this guy's hand. It was hand. less than like a single ball of a Roman candle going off. It was about the equivalent. You know the black cats, and you know how you can unravel them into individual little firecrackers. It was... The pyrotechnic equivalent of that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. it was it was not ordinance at all. It well, was, after the yeah. Cold War, they bought all the Russian uh, arms, and at least that was the one closest to the expiration right. date. Exactly. So, like, we got to use these. Use these up. <laughs> Give those to Shield. <laughs> like they're over there. Like, yeah, yeah great. Still good. Maybe yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Try that. <laughs> but they all rappel down. They've got machine guns, and what do they do? They start kicking yep. people. Start yes. kicking people. Kicking. And they they jump down. They've got. I mean, you've got height advantage. You can just. Shoot Take them these out. people. Take them out. Yeah. God damn it. Just... Oh! <laughs> DJ and I got... We were... Stuff it. Stuff we like were, this in movies infuriates me. <laughs> well, when she's like, no, let's wait for Nick. DJ and I are like, fuck you! No! Go! Fuck you! <laughs> what are you doing? What wrong Bitch, with you? Get down there and kill some people! <laughs> Why did they put you in charge of this team? <laughs> Are you trying she to kill ever led all of New York? Do you hate yeah. New York? 40 million I mean, people. Yeah. Fuck them. Yeah. yeah. We Man, hate the Yankees, em. but not that much. For <laughs> God's sake, woman. If you really uh, want, we can drive you down there and let you punch all the Yankees when you yeah. when you save America. Yeah. Say, but, the, New York, but, the New York Rangers would have had a better you know, military strategy than <laughs> yeah. these people. Yes. Yeah. But she does redeem herself because they kill everyone except for the brother who's like at the controls. <laughs> Just about to type stuff out, in. Like, ah. And he's got the evil grin and he's like, well... I don't. Mean, he doesn't even say anything worth Something while. like if you, if you miss, then you know it's all over or something like yeah. that. And she's... So she shoots and him in so the head. she at least shoots yeah, him in the head. Yeah, she, but she hesitated even on that. She's like yeah. holding the gun for 45 seconds looking While at the guy. While he's like slowly no, had to have a trying to move his hand no, yeah. too tight. No, shoot that motherfucker. He's right there where he could kill everything. <laughs> she at least kills him. Yeah. At least I she, fully, after what I she spoke, I fully miss. expected her to either miss. Or take him or, into custody. Like, yeah. <laughs> or not shoot him and him put in the code yeah. and... Yeah. Then yeah. the countdown starts. But it, it was all for naught because the code was remote detonated or sent anyway. Well, he was going to detonate it immediately. Yeah, yeah. But then she looks at it and like there's a sat phone thing hook up in the. Chick the puts in the, there's a modem. Yeah. Well, yeah. Right. Chick puts in a code because Curtis anyway. is like, yeah. maybe we just unplug the modem. And she's like, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> he's just, well, he's just grabbing wires. Like, right, well, let's just for, sh- <laughs> for shit's sake, your shield. <laughs> You don't have a goddamn bomb expert on S.H.I.E.L.D. Nope, that you can no. send. You don't have a computer expert. No. No, they took him with them. The, the rookie yeah. guy was like, I have an expert at yeah, munitions. Yeah, yeah but you've got to have, an, you the gotta have other The only people who are left experts. are Lisa Renna and five red shirts. That's all they have. 
And Lisa Renum might as well be a red shirt. Might as well. Because mm-hmm. she ain't good at shit. Dumb shirt. <laughs> Shield, you know, for... I wonder how many people in Shields HR department handing out all these fucking forms. <laughs> They've got six hundred. Yeah, they, they have hire one bomb expert. No. Not even one. No, they have no. accounts receivable people out the ass. But <laughs> bomb so much so that there are scenes where people are just sticking their heads out of doorways, walking with, around with Shield forms. with clipboards, just waiting for someone to walk by. The so they can shove a goddamn clipboard in their face, like sign this, sir. The director has three guys that follow him around <laughs> with clipboards. Teach with one of forms. them to disarm bombs. <laughs> Send him down there. They, they laid the bomb doing, experts Shield? off because the bomb experts are too are too expensive. Right. I, and they didn't have they didn't uh, they weren't cost effective. Yeah, they weren't cost effective. <laughs> they thought that maybe they could supplement their bomb disposal unit with contractors. I'm glad I don't live in the Marvel universe. <laughs> <laughs> They're all taken by uh, full time yeah. positions. Exactly. Yeah. They're actually they want benefits. for qualifications yeah, that are too high. And, yeah. It's, what are you going to do? Yeah. They want 10 years bomb disposal experience and a degree in bomb disposal. I'm going to need a 401k and a hurt locker. <laughs> <laughs> God. It's, shield, you suck. Yeah, they do. This is the They're, worst shield it's a ever. terrible agency. Mm-hmm. Almost as competent as every other agency in the 90s. <laughs> yeah. But yes. meanwhile, Nick Fury mm-hmm. saves the day. Is running around in the bowels of this warehouse and sure he gets in you think that she's killed him because she shoots him in the chest three times with the crazy but this is after Mm -hmm. he's after uh zola has used the gun that zaps him Mm -hmm. and blasts his wheelchair off of the cliff underground like down down a set of stairs or something he gets (laughs) r2d2 yeah and then nick's just like Chilling there on the table. Yeah. Hey, yeah. bitch. Well, she's talking shit to the corpse. Mm-hmm. Right. She's like, what are you going to say now, yeah. Nick Fury? She's like right up in his face. <laughs> What's your clever I line going to be? I got my revenge, Nick Fury. <laughs> and then he's just sitting in the back. Hoff's just like, the best revenge. Well is the best yeah. revenge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he doesn't shoot her at all. No. I guess because they need the codes. Well, he also right. needs her blood. And he does. Well, he, he could have shot, shot her and get he some blood. should have shot her in the goddamn There's an leg. easy way to get blood. That, that's true. Shoot her. In the leg. Shoot her. Shoot her. In the glass. But then they do some really terrible TV show quality, like kicks and yeah, spin fights and lots of stunt people. Yep. Terrible stunt, like the people. Mortal Kombat TV show. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, that's so he, he pins her down, and uh, then the other two uh, fuck nuts show up <laughs> after all this has happened, and he's right. like got her, you know, restrained, and then he's like, "Hey, psychic chick, we need the code out of her head because mind they- weld with her mind." Yeah. And then she has a lot of like Nick has to basically yell at her while she's scanning like you could do it you could do, do this well yeah you got this you're the best I believe in you he's like the worst right, spotter at the gym you know it's no, like you're doing fine and he's like down. you got this man you could do this you could do it. you could do it you know like just shut up I could do it if you shut up I can't finish if you keep talking to me like this yeah okay. I say that a lot that yeah. problem before yeah. <laughs> exactly <laughs> exactly but that's who Nick Fury is just shut the fuck up so I can yeah. It's like, come on, give it to me. Just, shut up! It's, <laughs> but that's what he... He's just sitting there, and he keeps... Like, he backs up for a bit, and then he gets right up in her face, and then he backs up again. Mm-hmm. And she gets all the numbers except for one, and Dude, she's like, it's a nine. nine. And then she goes, wait, it's a six. It's nine. Sixty-nine! <laughs> yeah. Well, Nick figures out that it's not nine, because evil chick can't contain her, she's her like, evil oh, glee he's when he's in. about to put the wrong number in. Six, six, no, it's six! Six, 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 six yeah. times. The so missiles, that code disarms it. The missiles slide sadly back into the truck. Oh. <laughs> yeah. They don't even explode over the air or anything. No. They have no purpose anymore. Yeah. 
So then it's like it after match where, the guys. and then mm. now then Shield decides the shield to show up and have up. like fifty fucking people, right? But they're all just like med techs and shit because they're just coming in. And it's like, oh, that piece of equipment is not salvageable. Oh, let's draw some blood from yeah. her. Oh, this place is a mess. Uh, <laughs> so basically, Shield Get is like a reclamation for us. <laughs> We're seizing all of this. <laughs> she needs like too. fifty uh, trillion HR people and like three field agents. Right. Okay. So uh, so yeah, they're stripping the place down and taking her taking blood her blood, and, and then like another countdown goes off, mm-hmm. and this is just an excuse for her to to get into the the elevator to China. <laughs> <laughs> well, she could yeah, she gets in the the frozen thing with her dad, and right. then it drops it. It like, slowly yeah drops. Like how did she even escape? They didn't pat her down or anything. They didn't have anybody come and make sure that she didn't it's have a shield. handcuff key. It's shield. <laughs> yeah. If the, Nick Fury wasn't watching her, competent. nobody else was going to do it. Apparently. Because S.H.I.E.L.D. sucks. <laughs> Why didn't they? I ah. hate S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> S.H.I.E.L.D. is the worst. Yes. It's like when Nick Fury came back to S.H.I.E.L.D., they doubled the amount of pilots they had for those ships. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they had nothing. They had no one. <laughs> they were an organization of paper pushers. That's all they did. I guess I guess that's so. I, uh, fuck S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> Shitty. Horrible. Incompetent. Idiotic. Yeah. But then Entities. he turns into an idiot because she's dropping Black, down this elevator. <laughs> she's dropping down this elevator like super slow. Like she could not be dropping any slower. And he's just trying to open the door, just like I'll just get it. And then finally she gets completely underground, and that's when he decides to shoot the door to get into it. And then he just looks down and is like, "Oh, she's halfway to China by now." It's like what? Halfway to China. <laughs> She's literally 10 feet away from you. Just jump on the floor. You will probably fall right through to the cavern she's in. Throw like 20 of those shitty grenades down there. Yeah. You might have a big enough explosion the to give her a bruise. The maybe. self-basement codename was China. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> layer under this is called China. Yeah. So then they go back to the helicarrier. He's cured. Mm-hmm. He makes up with Lisa Rinna, who there was a whole romance subplot, but who gives a fuck about that? Exactly. We certainly didn't. Nope. No nope. And it ends with... Her with a uh, viper resurrecting the Baron, mm-hmm. her dad, yeah, and them getting like really creepy, creepy. like we're about to make out, touching each other, face, and then they kind of walk off, cackling, and the end. That's that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and mm-hmm. we're like, wow, I would not tune in for the series. Oh yeah, the this. continuing adventures of Shield tune in and, uh, and Neptitude. <laughs> Every episode should just be him shutting departments down. <laughs> All right, HR, you guys are now the bomb division. <laughs> Figure these things out. <laughs> oh, well. Can I hire more dudes? Ugh. All right. Rating time. Rate. <laughs> God. <laughs> Fucking A, Shield. Fucking yeah. A, Shield. Fucking A, Shield. Uh, I'll go. Um, sure. I- I'm going to give it one bag. Which is, I think, what I gave Doctor Strange also. Mm-hmm. This movie is more watchable than Doctor Strange. I mean, there's there's more going on in it, even though it's dumb. There's just a lot more going on that you can make fun of. I mean, hell, we made fun of the whole paper-pushing thing the whole entire time, because literally every second character has a clipboard with shit and is forcing someone to sign shit. But yeah, it's just... It's it's terrible. I, I You know? Yeah, it's not good. No. So, one bag. I can say that mine is... I'm actually going to give it a jocks for almost the exact same reasons, just because... And it gets the jocks versus the bag because I think there's some fun to be had with how fucking stupid this movie is. I agree with you. Mm -hmm. For all my ranting and raving just now, I'm giving it one jocks as well. Yeah. Just because Hoff is just 
he's on that <laughs> level of Hoff. Really? That we haven't really. It's far like, superior to any other there's man. A Hoff yeah, level we, in this we game. haven't really. Like, yeah, there's Wampas and Snowspeed. And it's tough to capture that with the way we're talking about it, but there's mm. a certain thing. Uh, like, it's that thin line between like super cheesy and knowing you're cheesy and then not knowing you're cheesy. Right. And it seems to go from scene to scene. You're never sure which Hoff you're getting, mm-hmm. but both of them are amazing. <laughs> and I think that's what kept me into this movie. Yeah. And I don't know. It was just fun to rant and rave at them about yeah. how terrible they were. The, the Hoff gets it one jocks. Box quote. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hoff <laughs> equals jocks. <laughs> just one. Yeah. But yeah, but I'd sure as hell rather watch this than Doctor Strange. Yeah, because at least at I, least things were happening and things were moving along, and it wasn't boring. Sure, it was stupid. Right, it wasn't a and, slice of life of the '90s. It was yeah, actually but it was very much on. like you have to go into it with the mindset of like, okay, I'm about to watch a sci-fi slash TV movie level failed thing. pilot Canadian yeah. bullshit. Yeah, Lisa Renna movie. <laughs> yeah, yes. you should know just by that. Yeah, it's got Hoff and Lisa Renna. Right. Those are your big cells. Yeah, and Curtis. Yes, and Curtis from Twenty Four. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And fake James Earl Jones. Yeah, that dude was almost James Earl Jones. Ron Canada? Yeah. yeah. Cousin of Ron Mexico? Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. Right. Roy, yeah, let's so, take a break and... Uh, okay. You know. Yeah. Talk about other stuff. Disassemble here. All right. Oh, Should we let Stan out? Yeah. If, okay. Wait, Stan? Well, let's Stan. Stan? Uh, Stan, you still around? Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> you can go home now, Stan. Kill me. All right, welcome back. Hey, podcast. <laughs> yes, podcast. Okay, so we, we have uh, one voicemail here. Uh, it's from and he'd like a side of cell phone. <laughs> so we don't know who it's from. <laughs> <laughs> it cut out, so we're going to play it. I think it's Jay, but Jay, not yeah, positive. I, yeah, but I believe so. Okay. But let's play it. Hey, this is what porn you guys doing. Anyways, I saw this thread on NeoGAF about uh, the people behind the movie Battleship suing Asylum Films over their movie, American Battleship. And I was just kind of wondering what your thoughts were on it. Personally, I mean, I don't care about Battleship, but, dude, American Battleship, they got Mario Van Peebles and Carl Weathers, and that's, like, that's star power you can't deny. You know, you get some vegetables, you get a stock going, Make yourself a stew, son. Anyways, crash and burn, JF. <laughs> All right. It was Jay. It was, it was Jay. Jay. Okay. So what he's saying is the big budget battleship guys are racist because mm-hmm. they're trying to shut down the yeah. Carl Weathers, Mario Van Peebles version right. of Black Battleship. American mm-hmm. Battleship. <laughs> American <laughs> Battleship. American Battleship. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay, there it is. <laughs> but it does have Joanna Watts and, for? <laughs> and Nikki. Uh, African American battleship made me laugh. <laughs> Johanna Watts and Nikki McCauley, who look about as white as possible. Okay. So, uh-huh. so it's a stew. It's a stew. It is a stew. 
Yeah, yeah. but yeah, um, I'm amazed it took this long for Asylum to get sued by somebody. You know, I think it's some sort of clever marketing. I now I'll say this about it, and you know, we've had obviously plenty of these. I mean, the, the one they probably should have gotten sued on was Snakes on a Train. I mean, oh, yeah. that's the closest to any of them they've done, right? Mm-hmm. As far as title and everything, but just for it to be fucking Battleship is the one that does it. Like you have a stupid fucking idea for a movie to begin mm-hmm. with, and that's the one that's going to sue its Asylum for I making a they, stupid fucking ripoff. I think off they of? accidentally put way too much money into Battleship. I think this is what really happened. Yeah. They they accidentally were like, oh fuck, <laughs> did we do that? Oh god, we were high again, weren't we? Oh fuck. All right, well let's yep. just go full. We we got to do what we can to reclaim the you know billion dollars mm-hmm. we put into this movie. So. It'll yeah. get settled or go Here away. Yeah, well, yeah. Asylum's response was very snarky from what I saw. Yeah. Well, good. I mean, they... Yeah, they, they were very much like... They no, found a much-needed niche in this yeah. society. Well, I mean, like I said, oh. it's just ironic to me that it, that's the one that goes sure. after them. When it's probably one of the stupidest... Transmorphers, maybe. I'm but this, this might be the first one that, that, that's been a universal movie, quite frankly, because like... You know, Snakes on a Plane was was New Line and Transformers sure. or Transformers yeah. is I'm not even, I'm not even talking about the merit of of whether or not to have ripoff movies, which is is a thing. It's okay. Sure. I mean, they've done it for years with uh, every Disney movie that's ever came out. Oh, I know. There's always a, something in the video store that's Aladdin or whatever. <laughs> right. You know, the Monkey King. Yeah. You know, or something. You know, it's like that's there available in the video store, and people yeah. go like, oh, yeah, I want to see that. I I mean, I read the statement that Universal put out, and I don't necessarily disagree with it. Mm-hmm. Because it, it it's factual. It's like, look, we spent a billion dollars creating and marketing Battleship, and here comes this company with no money whatsoever, and their only promotion is putting the word American before Battleship and trying to ride our coattails. Now, do I think it's a big deal? No. I mean, really, Asylum is nothing. I mean, their company mm-hmm. is literally nothing. They are begging for Twitter followers all the time, and they never get them. Do they, they give, do they do giveaways? They do if they get to 3,000 followers, and they've never gotten to 3,000 followers. <laughs> they have asked for years. And people are like, I'm going to retweet that. Right now. I know podcasts <laughs> with more followers. I was going to yeah, say, yeah. I mean, if we put out an episode with Lorenzo Lamas on it, we'd probably have 3,000 followers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I'm just saying, like, I, I don't know what it is. I, I don't I don't get it. But I mean, they're really they make a lot of they make a lot of sort of like, quote unquote, news in the snarky Internet community. But ultimately, no one really watches those things. I mean, sometimes some well, people sometimes, watch yeah. one eventually, yeah. but it's not like it's people the difference are wa- between being like mainstream popular and being Internet popular. Yeah. It's, and they are definitely internet popular. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I mean, now that video stores are gone, it's not like people are accidentally seeing these in Blockbuster and getting confused. Yeah, the, I mean, Netflix, that's about the only place, because I almost watched the old Sherlock Holmes oh, that yeah. they put out. Because, the one with giant robots in, yeah. in London. <laughs> well, the, I wish I had watched that Yeah, one. I know. I mean, they, I, they caught me for a second with Paranormal Entity before I actually went, mm-hmm. yes, I actually do want to watch that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah it does sound pretty good. I mean, just the, the, the cover was yeah, very no, similar. It's exactly like, oh, the oh, second. oh, wait. Okay, yep. no, that's yeah. not it. Poor Asylum Films has 155, uh, or 251 followers. I ha- Wait, I have more followers than Asylum Films. <laughs> Do you have more than 251? Yes. Wow. <laughs> You're a fucking Chuck celebrity. has more. <laughs> Chuck's yeah. got like four times as many as I'm a, I know, I feel you know, that's, that. Well, Chuck is good at things, and I'm not, <laughs> so. They make movies. They have, yeah. they have former stars in their movies. <laughs> I'm going to follow crazy. them. That's a pity follow. Okay, that's why I follow them. Good job, <laughs> good guys, good guys. You're, yeah, that's that's mighty Christian of you. Hey, and they just released a, a Jake Busey movie, so we got to support Wait. them. Hey, yeah, really? Hey. Na- Nazis Jake at the center of the earth. Mm-hmm. What? Oh, that's right. on, I think it's on Netflix. Right? It that's might have already right. shown up on Netflix. Yeah. Yep. I saw it somewhere. It's 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 Jake Busey and um, it Udo was some, Kier. It, no, there was some girl that I was <laughs> like, oh my god, again. she's still alive. Oh, um, 
Dominique yeah. Swain. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I yeah. was like, I, yeah, because I just saw it when I was looking through movies. Yeah, and I was like, holy shit. Yeah, Dominique Swain. Yeah, she was she an know. Olympic gymnast. She was something? the next Karate Kid. Oh her. no, wait, that's, that's no, that, that was uh, I'm confusing. <laughs> oh, that's that's hot that's, or not? That's Hillary Swank. Yeah, I, I confused those <laughs> two. Dominique Swain was uh, nothing. She's I the mean, one she, that won the Oscars. Right yeah, okay. for the piano, Dominique. <laughs> no, <laughs> Anna Paquin. Right. Oh, she's the one on True Blood. That's also Anna Paquin. Shit. <laughs> Who the fuck's American Dominique Beauty? Sweet? No, that's <laughs> Mina Savari. <laughs> I don't know. And no, Thor you're Birch. thinking of Thora Birch. Okay, whichever. They both <laughs> Monkey mostly. Trouble. Also Thora Birch. God damn it! Fuck you. <laughs> Ghost World. <laughs> also Thora Birch and Scarlett Johansson. Oh, that darn cat. Christina Ricci. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you for making me know all this. We okay, didn't make fine. you know it. You just... We're just fine. exposing Face that to off. the world. Okay. Face off. Yes. <laughs> there you go. There, yes. Face Thank off. you. I will not contest that. <sighs> that was exhausting. So anyway... <laughs> was way we? more effort than she's <laughs> ever had put forth to know who she was. Ever. <laughs> well, she's been in... She's been in movies. Yep. Great. Good job, Dominique. <laughs> Way to make money. Yeah. Was she in Swim Fan? I think. I think she wasn't. Oh, she the one who was in the shitty Lolita remake. Yes. Okay. Yes. Thank you. Yes. I hate my brain sometimes. Anyway, mm. so yes, we we had. Does <laughs> that answer your question about American Battleship? <laughs> yes. That's what we Dominique think. Swain and Jake Busey yeah. right at the and center Mario of the Earth. people, and they were all together in the crush. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. Do we have any more voicemails? Or no, no, no. Time? That's, a, that's a, it's email time. Email okay. time. Got one from All Brad. Right. Be rad. Brad in Seattle. Be rad in Seattle. Hi, Rad. Says, love that Roger Corman. Yeah. Gentlemen. First of all, I'd like to say that your podcast has helped me make the long daily commute fly by like an 18-wheeler wiping out a girl standing on the deck of a ferry in a Nicolas Cage fever dream. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. That was a long sentence. We love you. I'm pretty good. My favorite episode is, without question, the Death Stalker episode, which retains the ability to trigger uncontrollable laughter even after several plays. How could it not with hilarious commentary on characters such as the Titslinger and Stabby McPointy Hat? I especially love the segment you chose to include on your Raising the BAR special ep- edition of the Robot Jocks episode, Priceless. With that said, I'd like to recommend another Roger Corman production, 1981's Galaxy of Terror, an alien forbidden planet ripoff homage an arguable precursor to event horizon this is the one line summary from imdb sci-fi suspense thriller in which a rescue ship spaceship crew meets up with horrors projected by their own imaginations horrors horse horrors <laughs> oh. oh the horrors oh okay it's not the october horrors. yet i was about right. to go rent that movie <laughs> not october yet horrors here's what it's got a young James Cameron, three years before Terminator, working as production designer and second unit director. Mm-hmm. A great B-movie cast, including several familiar faces. Aaron Moran, Joni from Happy Days. Ray Walston, my favorite Martian. Zalman King, writer-producer of Nine and a Half Weeks and director of Wild Orchid. Robert Anglin, a.k.a. Freddy Krueger. Rob Zombie regular Sid Haig. Yeah. Actor Bill Paxton worked on it as a set decorator, his first collaboration with Cameron. A runtime of only 81 minutes. Yay! So Winner. Old. You gotta put the flowers over <laughs> <Yeah>. there. It's <laughs> a terrible Bill Pax. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> so if you would like to see an entertaining piece of early 80s B-movie schlock horror expo- exploitation in which Jimmy C. played an important part, this is the movie for you. It's not a good film by any stretch of the imagination, but I highly recommend it as a good, bad film for those of us who love them. Keep up the excellent work, and thanks again for the laughter, Brad, from Seattle. 
You're welcome. Well, thanks, Brad. Thanks, Roger Brad. Corman is the face that launched a million careers. Yes. He really is. And we could desperately use another one. I wish yes. there was someone working today who was mentoring people like he did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's nobody I, doing it. It's like, you, you, are you, can you do things? Come here. Yeah. Do this thing on. Yeah, well, the question is, I mean, filmmaking has changed a lot. Yeah. I think that's the filmmaking issue. And the problem is, everyone, it's, it's a lot more accessible with all the... You know, sure. the way the equipment is these days is not like you have to learn. Yeah, but these guys who are And aren't, I mean, I know it helps, obviously. I but. mean, like these guys who aren't really working anymore, especially the ones who came up through Corman's legacy, like, you know, Coppola, who's doing nothing but restoring The Godfather every five years. I mean, let him put on some some project, some, you know, start some thing where people come and work for him and learn how to tell a story. That's the thing that's missing most in movies mm-hmm. these days is telling a goddamn story. Yeah. And aside for Jack, he can sort of tell a story. Mm-hmm. I, I just, yeah. the thing is, like, I fully appreciate everything Roger Corman did for other people. It's just, generally his speaking, movies, his movies are awful. Yeah. No. Generally no. speaking, they're pretty awful. I'm going to have to disagree with you there. I mean, Death Race is awful. It's awful in a, such a fun way, though. I, I guess. I don't know. It's, it, it's it, better than the remake. Well, sure. I mean, yeah. I mean, I haven't seen it, but I, I got to imagine that it is. At least it has some sort of low-budget heart to it, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, it's just for me, for Corman stuff, like, I have to be in a specific mode. Sure. And if I'm not in that mode, I just will fucking hate every second of it. Our, and that's we the should issue. Just, he should just be a Bamcast consideration at all times. Like, you shouldn't watch any of his stuff without that in mind. I know. But yeah. sometimes it's tough. Sometimes it's tough to be in that mode. Yeah, I know. Yeah. 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 At least for yeah. me. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So speaking of movies, you have to be in the right mode to, to watch. Oh Chuck. yeah, I think that's a good segue. For yeah, that is, yeah. I uh, I finally sat down to watch GI Joe. Uh, GI Joe. Yeah. Um, the Rise of Cobra. Right. Which is such a bullshit subtitle. Go give him the stick. Um, <laughs> that. I know it's not. That the, smelled the, the ice sunk and the cobra rose. Oh, literally. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> that movie is all right once you get into the right mind frame for it. Um, I, it, it's a harder property to turn into a real life motion picture than say Transformers is because you can you can believe outer space robots with stupid names that's fine but like real world dudes with dumbass names and that's all they call each other is is a hard sell and the fact that this this organization like Shield is supposed to have all this crazy money and there's all this ridiculous infrastructure and shit going on it it's sort of hard to to go. Yeah, okay, I can get behind this movie, but the movie really never did much of anything to make me mad. It wasn't like Transformers, where I just wanted to punch it in the face. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't really aggressively dumb. No, I mean, parts of it were actually pretty good, and there's some high-concept stuff in it, even if some of the effects are sort of cheesy, and like once you get to ridiculous underwater battles where you know <laughs> there's just fire everywhere, and you're like, uh, I don't know about this. I don't. I, they spent a ton of money on it, obviously, and it looks like they spent a ton of money on it, which I can appreciate. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, there are certainly worse big budget movies out there. The entire Transformers trilogy is is entirely worse than this. So did this get you hyped for the new one? <sighs> the Rock. I was already hyped for the, the Rock! for that one anyway, and then I saw like this new trailer that they put out, which actually makes it seem like they are continuing the story. Whereas before I thought it was just, no, we killed everybody and Channing Tatum's mm-hmm. the only one back. They are continuing a story thread from the first one. So, yeah, I mean, I'm sort of interested to see where that goes. Bruce it it was funny. The Rock. 
Yeah, it's all you need to know. I'm, I'm there. You um, better be. I, I didn't know that it was the dude who directed The Mummy when I started watching it, and I was trying to figure out why cast members from The Mummy kept showing up in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, why Brendan Fraser showed up for 10 seconds. I was just like, is that... Why is he... Oh, that's the crazy guy. Why are they... What's going on? And then I was like, hold it. This is directed by The Mummy guy, isn't mm-hmm. it? So... I'm I'm really glad that when he showed up, they did not call him by name because as soon as he showed up, I was like, "Fuck you!" If you say Sergeant Slaughter, I'm gonna punch you. <laughs> I'm gonna punch you, movie. Yeah, and they didn't. No, they didn't. He no. just was a dude. Yeah, training dude. Yeah, but there's a real Sergeant Slaughter. I know. When I use the real Sergeant Slaughter, because that would have been confusing as hell. Because yeah, that dude does not look like Sergeant Slaughter anymore. Yeah, yeah I know. Still, no CG man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they could they <laughs> slim him up in CG. Right, they, they should have de- Captain America him. <laughs> they could exactly. de-age him like uh, Benjamin Button. Sure. That too. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. G.I. Joe yeah, they really did the same thing. They de-aged him. Yeah. You're talking about like Patrick Stewart and Magneto and is that like X-Men 3 when they're yeah, all called like, uh, Jeff Bridges. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Magneto, a.k.a. Ian McKellen, you know, sure. whatever. Mm-hmm. Ian McNeedo. Right. Ian McNeedo. Right. Uh, so do we have another email? Another. We had a couple of more. Okay. Uh, quick one. Actually from Jay, who called just earlier. Hey. Mm-hmm. But he uh, mentioned made-for-TV edits. What's up, bro? Mm. Said, uh, hey, guys, Brony Jay here, and I was disappointed <laughs> you did not mention the TV edit of Howard Stern's Private Parts. My ex-girlfriend discovered this when she was up late one night, and oh my god, it is amazing. Every edit has Howard pausing the film, telling you what you're missing, then he pleads with you to rent the unedited version. I want to buy this version on DVD. It's that awesome. Anyways, have a good one. Crash and Burn, Jay out. I have never seen or heard of this. I haven't seen that one either. (laughs) Holy crap. I want to see that more than the actual regular movie. Yeah, I was going to say, I saw the regular movie, and I'm I'm, I'm not a big big Howard Stern fan. I'm not either, but the movie was okay. I mean, yeah. it was... It was amusing. Yeah. And it, it's but, the reason we have Paul Giamatti now, which yeah. I can never... He was birthed from that movie? Basically. I mean, You're that's what launched him into public consciousness. Okay. So, I mean, since then, yeah. I mean, that dude has I mean, People worked. like us knew who he was before mm-hmm. then, but yeah, but yeah, general but, public didn't really... That's kind of where he sprang from. Yeah. I mean, so... And he's sure. great in that. He's Big so vomit. good in it. Yeah. And that's one of those movies that I've I've seen maybe twice, and I don't really have know. to see it ever again no. so if it's on tv it's just skip yeah well it's one of those where everyone like expected one thing and we're like wow that was better than i was expecting but right. yeah. but um, that's a pretty funny way handle way to handle the uh, tv edit version yeah oh, i yeah. would like to find out more about that it's uh, there got to be clips of that on youtube would you like to know more yeah would service you, would you buy it for a dollar <laughs> no nice <laughs> all right one more email oh, okay from right. adam adam says uh he's got a suggestion hmm says, may I suggest The Beast Must Die, starring Dumbledore, Grand Moff Tarkin, and some truly exceptional 70s clothes and mustaches for either Werewolf Month or Hunter Hunted Month. <laughs> Every, I love how everyone's creating yeah. theme months for us. Hey, go ahead. We have plenty of theme months, months for the rest so, of eternity. Still, Triple Rex to State of the Union mm-hmm. is still my oh, favorite. Oh, yeah. But, and the Busey but one. But Busey Galore is pretty <laughs> awesome. God, we're gonna, we should just have a theme year next year. Anyway, uh, former okay. intern Chuck probably knows it, but as Wikipedia says, the millionaire Tom Newcliffe, Calvin Lockhart, invites a group of people to spend some time in his mansion, along with his wife Caroline, Marlene Clark, where he reveals that one of them is a werewolf and therefore must be killed due to the small production budget. The werewolf was played by a German shepherd dog. If that summary doesn't shout Banffcast from the rooftops well, then maybe I need to look to higher ground. Yeah. Best, Adam. It's um, it's sort of a reworking of Ten Little Indians. 
Of course. Which was remade as Howling 5. Really? Well, <laughs> I think The Beast Must Die sounds like a pretty good... Sort of proud and ashamed for that connection. The fact that I know anything about Howling 5. You've seen no. Howling all the well, way Howling up to 35. Seven, right? seen, 7 was the worst, right? Oh, God, yes. Okay. But 5 was Just pretty fucking sure. bad. Because mm. it was exactly that. It was 12 strangers in a house. One's a, mm-hmm. one's a werewolf. Mm. Oh. Who's it going to be? Oh, it's that one. It's the werewolf. <laughs> it's the one. It's the one that turns into a wolf. It's the yep, one with the Chinese course. menu in his hand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, good one. <laughs> right. All right. Nice. Um, what else we got? Uh, well, I guess we, you I got two. Yeah, you saw a movie, and two. I saw a movie. Then we have one in common that I want to talk a little bit about. All right. So. All right. You want to talk did about was catch Rango? up on Matt? Yeah, I saw Rango. It's on Netflix Instant. The story of a drummer and the Beatles. No. Oh. What? No, this is the Gore Verbinski, Johnny Depp animated lizard movie. I like those people. Is yes. he the Lizard King? No. Oh. oh. Boo. But. <laughs> do not want. Rango is really fucking good. What? Like. What? I was shocked at how much I enjoyed it, even though it starts really slow because they kind of just dump you in. And there's a lot of what the shit is going on in this movie in probably the first 10 minutes, 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. But. Once he gets to town and you realize, okay, they're doing a fistful of dollars, kind of. But they're, hmm. they, it's one of those movies that's so chock full of homages, but it makes everything its own that you can still enjoy it on its own terms. But if you're getting all the references, it's significantly better. And I like those movies. Yeah, you would like Rango then, especially if you like any of the, any spaghetti westerns. Hmm. And there's like a bit of Chinatown in there too. It's just, it's very, what? Yeah, it is <laughs> like, it is crazy. Like huh. I, I, at one point I just, I, I turned Jen. I'm like, how the fuck did somebody get this made before I realized it was Gore Verbinski who directed it. Mm-hmm. But I was just like, how the fuck did this get through a studio and get made into a movie? Cause it is like completely, utterly insane that they've got this weird little, lizard guy who becomes the sheriff of the town and just all these like ridiculous characters and a plot that's way more convoluted than it needs to be. But that's kind of the fun of it too. It's yeah, it didn't do very well. Did it? You know, I don't know. I think it did pretty well. I think it, it did. All right. I yeah. mean, anything animated, honestly, generally does like, well. yeah. unless it's like that bullshit, Robert Zemeckis animated, then it's, <laughs> it flops terribly because somehow, CG real people. somehow that asshole spends like $200 million making each of those things. But what's well, because he's making animated movies, but insists on hiring stars to motion capture, you know, yeah. and do voice. It's, yeah. Uh, I mean, those, those don't make, but everything else animated, yeah. unless it's hoodwinked makes money. Yeah. But no, Rango, I think it did all right. Okay. But, I mean, it's on Netflix instant. It looks, you know, as I've said before, CG animation is, it's at the point where it's tough to do it poorly, but yeah. it looks really, it looks really good. Then there's that movie goes in really weird directions, but they're fun directions. And I would definitely wholeheartedly recommend it to just about anybody. I, I also watched a movie that has recently come to Netflix instant, Oh, but it's a documentary sort of. Yes. I'll call it a documentary. Documentary. <laughs> okay. It's We've more like never a, seen it. What do other people call it? It's more, more like, like a dorkumentary. <laughs> kind of. Uh, well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> Are you uh, right? Uh, See what I did there? I do. So I saw The People versus George Lucas. Ah, uh, yes. I would kind of George call it a documentary, but it's kind of more like just... Diatribe? Yeah, <laughs> a little bit. I mean, it's sort of like it's 
not anything about any one subject. It's just like, hey, let's talk about everything we hate about George Lucas, and then kind of by the end go, you know what? We don't totally hate you. <laughs> We've just bitched about you for so is it just 90 like minutes. Your big fat neck and Radio Land murders and grr. Yeah. I, okay. You suck, <laughs> I mean, obviously, I've, yeah, red tails. I've seen a good number of, of you know, behind-the-scenes Star Wars and Lucas things and whatnots about the history of his early filmmaking and things like that. Mm-hmm. So they cover that somewhat, and then they get into, obviously, the, uh, you know, how, how do you go on from making something as good as Star Wars and something as, as beloved, and then, you know, it's like, then you make Indiana Jones, and people are like, holy shit, there's a whole other side of people that are totally into that, almost as much, you know, as much as other people are into Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And then it, like, you know, flash forward to him becoming more of a business person and then no. the special editions and then everybody going apeshit crazy about that. Right. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it, it's, it's interesting because I mean, it, it comes across as like one big bitch fest in, in, a, in a lot of ways, but they also got to bring up some interesting points about like, why, why are they so reluctant to give fans what they want? What, what really is the deal? Why, why won't you just let people see the original versions if they want to? And, he, and they were citing examples of, like when they put out the ET uh, 2002 cut or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. the more PC version. Mm-hmm. Well, if you bought the certain version, there was the original version on the other disc. Yep. So, and they said almost any like Blade Runner, uh, Brazil, all of these things that have crazy radical different cuts, they all have both versions. So you can go, look, here was the original. Here's what I intended. Mm-hmm. Decide for yourself what you like better. And why is Star Wars never given anybody that chance? It's like as soon as the special editions was out, it was like burn everything. Kill you know, kill the old versions. Well, yeah, and then he put the old versions out in the shittiest possible way, right? Like horrible transfers or non-anamorphic, just to be like, "Well, you guys asked, this is all we had." And it's right. like bull fucking yeah. shit. Well, that's yeah. the thing. You have a guy whose job is to preserve canon in every single Star yep. Wars entity, mm-hmm. right? So yeah, it, it's, it's just funny because it talks about everything. Like you know, you've got it. It brings up the point of like in the late '80s, George Lucas was one of the big proponents of people attacking ted turner for colorizing films for changing old films in some way Mm -hmm. yep star wars was one of the very first films inducted into the national film registry Mm -hmm. so it's like that right there says there's a copy of it somewhere if star wars is in the national film registry that's what it is that means we hold on to it and we preserve it i'm surprised there hasn't been some bullshit indie film about nerds trying to break into the national (laughs) film and yeah (laughs) and steal the print the thing is is like there's still the laser discs everyone Continually right. kept yep. going back saying the Laserdisc was the last good, best version of the original films last untouched. Good. You know, like the last one that completely untouched mm-hmm. that everybody can tell. So, so it goes in a lot of different directions. It covers a lot of different things about like how it's weird that he won't let people have the original versions, how much the prequels suck. But then at the same time, it's like he's fully free, freely almost encouraging people to make fan films and re-edits and things like that of the movies and doesn't care, doesn't has never... Uh, you know, gone after anybody for making any of these things or this movie, you know, granted there's a lot of parts where it's like they have to recreate stuff because they can't show too much of the original film or they can't show, play the music for too long or it's it's all these Mm -hmm. like, you know, fair fair use things in this film. That's true, but it's not true because he bought that one movie, um, fanboys. Mm -hmm. And then I forget the whole story behind it, but it, it, it's been meddled with. I don't think it's fanboys because that that came out. There's another one. No, I'm saying I'm. But fanboys was was done like two years before it came out. Yeah, and, and there's the other one. There's that one that whatever. It's like five twenty five seventy seven. Oh, that's coming out this Is year. Okay. Yeah, on five twenty five. All right. So yeah, that that's finally coming out too. But uh, but I, I'm just saying yeah. There's a lot of like he doesn't go after people who do parodies and stuff like that. And sure. That's fine. 
And I, I well, there pl- are all I sorts pl- of parodies on the Blu-ray set. Sure. Like one of the like on the last disc, there was just yeah, yeah a huge like half hour thing that was just we actually hold Star Wars film parodies. Fe- he actually holds film place. festivals every right. year for fan films mm-hmm. to do you know and like makes sound effect libraries available for fan films and things yeah. like that. That stuff's fine. Yeah. It's, so it's just it's weird. Like I said, it, it kind of comes back around to like fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. To well, you know, at the same time, it's like you did this, but we can't fault you for this because you did that. And we still love that. So maybe we should all just grow up and forget about it, you know, or something. So it's, it's an interesting little thing. And it's, and it's kind of interesting enough to watch, even if you're not super passionate about mm-hmm. this, like you, you know, star Wars, whatever. I don't care. I've seen it. <laughs> you know, if, if you have that kind of mentality, it's still kind of an interesting ride of a movie and it interviews all kinds of different people. Like it, like Neil, uh, like Neil Gaiman, <laughs> MC Front a lot. It's like there's like it just and like a bunch of different comedians and stuff like that and different people mm-hmm. all over the world. It's just like it's bizarre. I actually had a few people I recognize, like no, you know, have known for years pop up. I didn't I had no idea. Like I was wearing the shirt today, and the guy that runs this website that I've known for years is like <laughs> was one of the people they were interviewing. Mm-hmm. It was just kind of funny. I had no idea. So, hmm. Yeah, it's just bizarre. So you'd recommend it? Yeah, it's it's an interesting little documentary. I I, I think I I. I got a little tired of it, the bitch fest by the end of it. Yeah. But yeah, it could probably could have been about 10, 15 minutes shorter and been fine. It's like, how much do you really need to bitch at this guy? Yeah. There's a point where you just want to tell people to let it go. Yeah. Just let it go. It's never going to change. Right. It's it's, what you want is never going to happen. It's gone. It's It's not until he dies. It's a very slick. We're stuck waiting for George Lucas to die. But then then. Rick McCallum is in charge and that's just going to make it. Oh, okay. Great. Yeah. It's it's a very slick documentary though. Like um, transitions wise and title wise, like they do some pretty cool stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. Anyway. Documentaries are getting good with that. Oh yeah, it's like titles and trans, you know, all that stuff, the after interstitials effects. and stuff. Yeah, I, I'm continually impressed that it's not just like boring Ken Burns. Yeah, like, and then this happened, right? And then this happened. Wipe. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. So other movies that, uh, well, you watch one that I also watch and have an, an additional opinion on, but mm-hmm. you watched. I finally saw Thor. Thor. All right, that was the last Marvel so, superhero movie I had not seen. How what? was it? Thor is really average. Was oh. it better than Cats? Mm. Most things are. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. But no, it's... <sighs> Thor's weird, man. I like, seem like, to be in the total minority on this movie. Thor, it was... They're not, because I feel the same it's way. It's just... Oh, okay. In the my-thority? <laughs> <laughs> it's like... For, it's like There are some sequences that the effects are really awesome, and then there's some where the effects are really terrible... And then there's times where I'm just like, okay, you guys can all stop talking and get to fucking doing something finally. <laughs> and and then they get to doing something. And I'm like, oh, that was all right, I mm-hmm. guess. And I, I don't know, man. I I think my big issue is there are too many fucking characters in that movie. I mean, they tried to stuff. Why did they need a whole team of Storm Natalie Portman's or... yeah little group? You didn't need them. Because, I mean... In the grand scheme of things, they don't do much. No, they don't. They basically do let him. They basically they feed serve, him coffee and pop tarts. They serve far more purpose than like. I mean, <laughs> well, in the Warriors, yeah, three, I was going to say, the, like they're yeah, them too. It's well, I mean, if you'd made that and not had, if you made a Thor movie and not had them in there, people would have rioted. But I mean, the point is, is like you needed the human people more than you needed the other extra Asgardians. Yes, I mean, I, plot, I could see wise. that, but like. I don't know. They, they they could have trimmed some characters out of that thing. And like, why the fuck is Hawkeye even in there? 
Like he literally does nothing to set him up for the right. Avengers but, movie. But so we're okay when we see him show nothing. up in the Avengers. Literally nothing. He talks like, on the walkie-talkie. There's no point to having him in that movie. But eh, I don't know. It's, but it's enough to make people the, go, "Who is that? Is that yeah. supposed to be a? Oh, that's okay. He's going to be in this." But on the other side, like some of the humor actually really worked for me. You know, like when he goes into the pet store and demands a horse, like right. there's there's some good fish well, out of water stuff. And I kind of wanted, I'm like, if you guys are going to be doing the talkie talkie here, at least give me more of that stuff. Yeah. The stuff in the diner where he's just throwing dishes around. Oh, yeah. He's like, more of this brew. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, no, we don't do that. <laughs> Why not? Smash. <laughs> I mean, that stuff was enjoyable, but like the action I wasn't crazy about. But I will say I wanted an entire movie about Idris Elba's character, the yeah. gatekeeper. Because yeah. that guy was awesome. And I was like, okay, give me more of that. Yep. And he had the best time comedic line of the movie, actually. So, yeah, I mean, I I just, it it didn't, I didn't hate it. Right. But I wasn't like, man, I can't wait to watch Thor again. See, I would you watch know? Thor again. I was just kind of like. I would right, watch Thor again right. before I would watch Captain America again. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Well, I can say something to that because I watched both this last week. Oh, I've been did. very much prepping for the Avengers <laughs> and helping other people prep for the Avengers. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, Thor has been showing a lot on the Epics Movie Channel, which is one of the few movie channels I have. So I've caught bits and pieces of it here and there. But I actually sat down uh, the other night and uh, watched the entire thing with somebody who hadn't seen it. And I got to say, Thor is growing on me tremendously. Like, I mean, like, the more times I see it, the more times I see little things about it, Mm -hmm. I like it. I like it more and more and more. Watch Captain America again, too. Same situation, somebody who hadn't seen it. And I still think that's really good. Like, it's it's probably better paced as far as the, the steps of the movie and, like, you know, going from point A to point B. Sure. I do wish, like, that's one of those movies where I wish it had been, like, 10 or 20 minutes longer. Like, I wish that the stuff, like, the montage sabotage part wasn't so just like and they do all this that you probably wanted to see but we got to move along with the movie right that that like i think more times i see it the more that bothers me where it's just like yeah i want to see this like this is like you know Mm -hmm. a little bit less of something else and more of that because i would have actually liked to see running around doing superhero shit but right yeah i gotta say like i mean rewatchability it's like i think i've enjoyed watching thor slightly more than captain america like i mean it was multiple times i still think captain america is a damn fine movie I think the difference between the two is the nature of the origin story, whereas Thor's origin story is so crazy because it's this whole other fantasy universe. And Captain America's story is just America, <laughs> you know, Fuck yeah. World War II. And it's like you're familiar enough with it so that you remember pretty much all the details. So when you're watching it again, it's like, oh, yeah, this, this and this. And but but Thor is like it's it's hard to retain all the, the craziness of that movie because it it. It's very, very crazy. Yeah, like I guess to me, it's just I, I feel the difference in directors. Like I still think Joe Johnston did a great job with Captain America, setting that. Like I think he's really good with that milieu of of you know old timey America. Yeah, mm-hmm. his rocketeerness showed yeah. in that. Big and time. but I mean, like I mean, Kenneth Branagh's fucking Shakespearean director. And I mean, I, I mean, I know there's crazy shit that goes on in the movie in in the Thor movie and like goofy lines and things like that. But it's like I, there's just like there's subtle things I think he told the actors to do that really shows through when you see it more than one time, just like little subtle facial expressions and things like that way, mm-hmm. ways they handle certain scenes. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I like it. I like both. And I'm I, I like both as well. I think, I think Thor is just a little more interesting than Captain America, but I do like them both. And I'm going to be watching the same thing. I'm going to be watching incredible Hulk tonight with somebody to mm-hmm. refresh. So Avengers, 
Yep. We're going to see it. Yeah. It's coming up. By the time this comes out, we'll have seen it. Yeah. Most likely, yeah. Yeah, because we're, unless you post it At Thursday night. Yeah. 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 But no, we're, uh, we're going to the midnight show, some of us. Mm-hmm. Maybe. And then I'll be going to work the next morning. So hooray for me. <laughs> yes. I'm, and hooray for me. I'm an morning. idiot. Mm-hmm. But no, I mean, Maybe. the reviews have been pretty damn good mm-hmm. thus far. Which means... To the point where the internet is beating yes, up people inevitably, who give yeah. a bad review of it. Well, and there's also people that are preparing to... You know, the internet backlash has already begun. Sure. You know, it's like... Oh, the Joss Whedon Internet Defense Well, yeah, yeah. Well, no, no, but it's more like people are liking it too much. I don't think I'm going to like it. You know, that oh. sort of shit is already happening. And it's like, of course, people in Europe already got it. So, lucky bastards, they've all seen it. <laughs> and everyone in the U.S. is like, well, it's got to suck if it opened over there first. Yeah. So. If people like it, it can't be good. Right now. <laughs> I want Armin White's review of it now. Hell yeah. <laughs> I want to know how it's crass commercialism and the worst Hollywood has to offer. And then he likes Daddy Daycare. (laughs) (laughs) It's the best movie ever, man. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, shall we get some contact information and get out of here? Mm -hmm. That sounds great. Check us out on the World Wide Web at www.bmfcast.com. Check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash bmfcast or Twitter at twitter.com slash bmfcast or at bmfcast to send us messages there. You can also check us out on iTunes, search for Bad Movie Fiends Podcast, and you can rate and review and uh, subscribe and get your podcast glory delivered directly to your iDevice. You can also check us out on Stitcher, which is a mobile app for all of your relevant mobile devices that will stream our glorious sounds directly into your ear holes through the magic of telephony and internets. And finally, the most important thing that you can ever do in your life, like uh, like many of your fine, fine friends and compatriots have done over the last 123 episodes, is send us a voicemail. Contact us through the Garfield phone, the Bamfcast hotline at 9105-JAX-BMF or 910-556-9263. Call us, leave a message, and we will expose your glory to the entire internet. So, let's get out of here, shall we? Sounds good. Let's go watch Avengers. All right. <laughs> right now. Okay. Right now. I'm Harlow. I'm Maggie. I'm the Beach. And I'm Chuck. And this is Bamcast Out. Bamcast Assemble!